Hello, and welcome to the first ever Lenovo High Ed Community Podcast. I'm Ann Panero, Lenovo's K-12 and Higher Education Community Manager, and I'll be your host. In this podcast, we'll meet the experts addressing technology trends driving the education sector forward. And today with me, I have Craig Yule, Technical Client Advisor. Craig, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me, Ann. I'm really excited about this. So before we get started, tell me a little bit more about your role at Lenovo. Absolutely. So I am a technical client advisor and I specifically handle higher ed accounts in the central and western United States. And what's great about this is my role it was specifically designed to serve as a technical ambassador, so to speak, of all things Lenovo, whether that means patching, deployment, hardware specification and applications, full-fledged solutions, whether that's software or services. I'm pretty much an all, you know, things Lenovo, wearing many hats, and jack-of-all-trades here, technical things at Lenovo. And I really enjoy interacting with our customers in higher ed specifically. That's awesome. I think you're going to be a great first guest on our first ever podcast just because you have the technical background, you've got the product expertise, and you know, you're know you the one that's really talking to our customers day in and day out. So I'm really looking forward to diving into it a little bit more today and in future episodes to see what you're hearing out in the marketplace. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really excited to join you here today and to share the same conversations that I'm having every single day with my customers. So we'll go ahead and get started. I mean, it's been a pretty wild ride over the last two years. I think, you know, <laughs> I was thinking about it a week or two ago, and my last day in the in the Lenovo office was March 11th. And it's just crazy to think back, you know, we thought we would be out of the office for two, three weeks, and it's been two years. So it's just crazy, you know, to to think about all these people that have gone, you know, from working in the office to working remotely, and these students that are now, you know, you know, for learning remotely. Now, maybe they're going back to campus, maybe they're still somewhat remote. So it's just, it's been a wild ride for sure. Absolutely. And, you know, like you said, this has really forced a lot of our customers, specifically in higher ed, to reevaluate their infrastructure, to reevaluate how they come and approach different um, things, especially when it comes to managing their devices. Um, specifically, this has forced projects that were recently put out 10 years down the line to right now. And a lot of our customers had that opportunity to really see how prepared they were. Nobody thought that we would be in front of our computers more than we already were. And here we are. And we're in front of our computers 24-7 now, it feels like. And all over the world in different aspects, moving from office to home. And how do we change how do we change how we approach our supporting our customers? And how do we approach um, you know, deploying our devices? These are all the day-to-day questions that our um, higher ed customers are asking now. Specifically, not only around deployment, patching, but security. Security is a huge conversation right now because the vulnerability is all over the place because now instead of being contained on campus in this nice, perfect, secure bubble, we're all over the place. And we all know the most vulnerable spot in security is the end user. And so how do we um, alleviate those issues? That's really where the conversations are beginning and starting in higher ed these days. So, you know, We've talked about how things have changed. Have you seen these conversations more prevalent now or were were we having those conversations before COVID and we just had to advance it? I mean, what have you seen over the last two years as far as the conversations that we're having? You know, I think during higher ed, we've always had these conversations. I don't think these are new conversations, but these are more pertinent um, conversations. These are conversations that need to be addressed now instead of later. And um, specifically now kind of moving into this new era of um, post-pandemic and what we call the new normal, um, a lot of our customers are trying to address all of these at once because our new normal is not what we thought it would be. So now this hybrid is here to stay. 
and now the remote is here to stay. And so not only are we um, addressing needs on campus, but we're addressing needs off campus as well. And so I think some of the biggest challenges that our customers are facing is how to create a immersive, interactive experience, regardless of where you are. If that means that some students are on campus, some students are at home, some students are in the library. It doesn't matter where you are. How do you engage? How do you continue to maintain a seamless experience um, inside the classroom and not only inside the classroom, but um, during meetings um, amongst faculty? So that's one of the biggest conversations we have. And I think, you know, there's many different conferencing solutions out there. There's many different ways to tackle it, but it all starts with not only the um, solution and the software, but also the hardware. Because you need to have the hardware to keep up with the demand. Um, I've seen a lot of different change in specs when it comes to our higher ed institutions, right? Before the pandemic, eight gigabytes of memory, that was it. That was your standard. That was what we could do, right? That, that was what everyone wanted to. Eight gigabytes now, I guarantee you someone's going to call IT 100 times a day if they have eight gigabytes as their standard these days. So 16 gigabytes or, or above has been the new standard. So starting with the, um, the hardware, making sure it can keep up, not only mobility-wise, being able to connect and keep up fast speeds on your connections, but also to maintain software speeds and be able to keep that, in, um, that immersive experience, seamlessly connection. Those are big conversations we're having today. Yeah, I think the the point about the immersive experiences is really interesting. Just thinking of, you know, back to my college career, um, when I entered as a freshman, we were the first class that had to, to purchase a laptop for class. And, it, you know, it really wasn't something we took to class. It really just kind of stayed in our in our dorm rooms. But um, it was kind of that first step towards, you know, technology in the higher ed space and just thinking about it now and, you know, the difference between students that aren't going into class. I mean, I, you know, we went to class every day, um, you know, except for the classes that may or may not have skipped. But, um, <laughs> you know, when, when I was supposed to go to class, but, you know, it just the opportunity that, you know, these students are staying home. My, my niece is a, a graduating senior and, you know, her college experience, just thinking that it's so different than what I experienced because they went from in-class to to remote. So what solutions are you seeing that they're kind of adopting to create that holistic, you know, immersive experience? Absolutely. So depending on the campus, you know, definitely campuses these days are standardizing on one format or platform, whether that be Zoom, whether that be Teams, um, whether that be WebEx, there's many different platforms. And what we're finding now is there's tons of different um, universities that are using multiple different platforms. So depending on what they're using, they're trying to integrate that into um, their, their hardware and making sure they're giving their end users the best experience. So something like an X1 Carbon or an X1 Nano that is very mobile, right? That has that connectivity speed is going to be lightweight dep um, depending on where you are. Or one of our great new additions being like a ThinkBook um, product, right? That's going to be a sleek design for maybe a better use case scenario for a student one-to-one -one device. These are great devices that are going to be able to be integrated, use those for, um, those tools and formats. The other things that I've seen campus um, is integrate is some of our um, Think Smart Office um, solutions. Like our Think Smart Core. These are going to be devices that allow you to um, integrate small rooms or even large um, 
So another great tool that a lot of campuses are integrating is some of our Think Smart Office products. Now these are great solutions because it allows you to adapt any size room, whether it be a small conference room or a meeting space or an individual office or even a, a large lecture hall. And these um, can be your solutions as simple as just speakers or maybe monitors or touch screens, all the way integrated to um, full-on computing devices that have Teams rooms or Zoom rooms integrated with them as well. You can really scale out these solutions and they're looking at these in very unique ways. They're working with our industry experts that um, we can work with to really design these rooms from the ground up. Where's the best place to position the microphones? Where's the best place to, uh, to position the cameras? So that no matter where you are, you really do feel immersed and submerged in the content. The other big talking point when we talk about um, moving to a more immersive environment is making sure that technology is not only state of the art, but easy to use, right? We gotta think about the end users. We gotta think about who's using these day to day. And then making sure that professors and even guest presenters can easily connect and present without having downtime or lags in their presentation, just trying to get up and running. And these are a lot of the issues and pain points that our Think Smart Office products, as well as our main core ThinkPads can um, address in the higher ed um, space. Yeah, so kind of just to piggyback on, you know, there's different audiences, there are different people that we need to consider, especially, you know, in the high ed space when you've got faculty, guest faculty, students, administrators, what are the different things to consider for the different audiences? Are they different or, you know, what are you seeing? Definitely. So I think, you know, what I always like to ask my customers, one, who are the end users and what are their main priorities? What are the main things that they are looking for? in the endpoints or whatever the solution that they're looking for. So for instance, if I'm talking to a head of the department, maybe the president of the university, when we're talking about end units, um, endpoints for them, they're looking for something that's sleek. They're looking for something very light, mobile, right? High end, latest features. They need the latest and greatest, or at least they want the latest and greatest. So maybe we point them to um, at, um, something in our X1 family, like an X1 Fold or an X1 Nano. If you're looking for a podium device that's put into every single room, right that's just going to run your day-to-day -day office computing or maybe just needs to connect to your um your conferencing solution, when you're just gonna wanna look for something that gets the job done is maybe more of an entry level device in our product portfolio. What I ask people every day is really, what is their application and what do they really need this to shine in? A lot of times it'll be the little things that our customers are looking for. They'll, um, they'll compare us to the last previous endpoint model and be like, you know what? It was really just the weight that I really couldn't get around. It was just a little bit too heavy. Or we absolutely need HDMI ports. I can't tell you how many times the ports have been a sticking point in our conversation. A lot of these um, universities have old equipment that need to be able to connect to these um, units. So maybe it's even I get um, the odd request of the old VGA from time to time, right? <laughs> so, you know, I don't know why, but there's still those VGAs ling lingering out there. So you definitely want to confirm what they're connecting to these endpoints and making sure that we configure them appropriately. And then you always uh, additionally want to remind your customers too, especially with the new normal in this day and age to not only address your pain points for now, but think about the pain points for the future. We don't know what the next refresh cycle is going to be like. And we want to make sure that we're putting the best quality components in these end units and in these um, computers and these machines to last not only for your typical three, four-year refresh cycle, but maybe up to a six-year refresh cycle if need be. Because this is really the conversations we're having, especially around supply and um, how these 
new orders are coming in, we really want to talk about thinking more future ready, not only just addressing today's needs. And I kind of want to circle back to something you mentioned earlier, because I know it's a big topic around security. I was actually on a call yesterday and, um, you know, we were just talking about even just at home, the number of devices that, you know, you now have on your network that we didn't have before. And, you know, it's certainly playing out that way in education as well as, you know, a lot of people are, you know, they're learning remotely, the students, the faculty are teaching remotely, and you've got more and more devices accessing your network and kind of opening up some opportunities for security breaches. So what are you seeing as far as um, security challenges and then ways that, you know, these institutions can kind of help solve some of those. Absolutely. So, you know, what's funny about security is that while a lot of people think about the big picture in security using the tools that we talked about, such as Absolute, um, Sentinel One, or Secret Double Octopus, one of the very most overlooked aspects of security is simply patching and um, your endpoints. And using a lot of our free tools that we have today, such as um, our Lenovo patch, which integrates into SCCM, Lenovo system update, or Lenovo Vantage that can automate patching. Because patching is a number one, uh, is a big vulnerability within your endpoint security, because if things aren't up to date, if things aren't, if the firmware is not up to date, if the BIOS isn't up to date, you're creating holes and you're creating vulnerabilities in your security and in your firmware. So a lot of of our customers have started integrating a lot of our free tools into their infrastructure. So for instance, I've had a couple customers who have been able to use our free tools such as system update and integrate it on the back end to work with SCCM or to work with Intune to be able to schedule and to automate their patching needs. This is a great way to alleviate not only the tech, the end, um, the end user's pain, but also the IT admin's pain to worry about, okay, are these endpoints up to date? Well, once you get it set up, once you integrate it into your system, whether it's um, you want to do it manually endpoint by endpoint, which most people don't, most people want to have it run silently in the background, we can do those with our free tool and we have those available for you today and so these are great resources and so patching is something that i always make sure that people check first and foremost when they're talking about security because it's going to make everyone's lives um, a lot easier when you make sure that everything's up to date yeah sometimes it's that first step that you don't think about that can really be the most important just kind of in laying it that full framework out so that's really good points and you know i think it's you know like you said the free solutions that lenovo offers around these software opportunities is a great way to take advantage and, you know, kind of at least start laying the framework for what your larger security strategy would be. Yeah. And the one thing I'll always say, too, is if you're coming across customers who are just kind of spinning the wheels, they don't know where to begin, or maybe they're doing a clean sheet, right? They're gardening clean sheet project. They know they want to rebuild their infrastructure from the ground up and start, you know, implementing Intune, implementing Autopilot, you know, bringing Lenovo from the get-go. We have experts that can sit down and just have conversations with the customer and give them advice. Um, say, okay, here's the best way to do it. Here's the best way to roll this out in phases. You know, here's how Lenovo can help you out. And here's the ways that, you know, that we have seen customers do it in the past. We're not only here to provide you with hardware, we're a solutions provider and we are a partner. We want to see our customers succeed. Regardless of what that end solution looks like, we are going to be a source of knowledge and a source of solutions for our customer. So always bring us in and have these conversations early and often. I'm so glad you brought that up. You know, we have partners that are starting to have these conversations with their customers and, you know, maybe they don't know where to start, but, you know, bringing Lenovo in, we are always here to help and and, and start those conversations and be a partner. You know, I think it's a great point. And I'm really glad that you brought that up. So for our partners that 
Um, you know, of course, bring Lenovo in, but, you know, they're having these conversations with customers and customers may not know where to start. What are some of the first questions that you would say our partners should ask these customers to kind of help them be the most successful that they can be? Absolutely. So I think, you know, when I engage with a new customer to see where they are in these stages, I often ask them, first and foremost, what are your major goals, right? Where do you want to be? What are your main goals outside of hardware, right? As far as your infrastructure goes, what are your goals? You know, is it to improve security? Is it to improve, um, to integrate a touchless deployment opportunity, right? Is it to um, create a big digital signage opportunity across campus for, um, so to create a more touchless engaging experience across campus? Is it to, you know, put up an edge, an IoT edgeless compute across campus to better protect your um, network? What is it? What is your goals? That way I really get a big picture sense of where you're trying to move towards. And then also, what are some of your biggest pain points today? What are what you're trying to address today? What could I take off your table today? And then what are you using today? And I think that if you can gain those three um, informations, you're ahead of the game. You have more information than you already need, right? And when I ask what you're using today, it can be in the context of how are you deploying your, um, your devices today? How are you managing your devices today? What are you using today to get the job done? And then always, always, always don't forget to ask when you ask about what they're using today, what do you like about what you're using today? And what would you change about what you're using today? You don't have any technical knowledge in there. You don't have to know anything to ask those questions, but you already gained more information than you ever could need just by asking those simple questions, because then you're going to allow you to provide a solution, not just an answer. And that's how I always um, start those conversations. Yeah, I think, you know, that's a great point. And, you know, the more you know, you know, knowledge is power. And I think having that kind of background and having that knowledge will, you know, be able to elevate these conversations. And, you know, to your point, I think there's a lot of solutions that Lenovo has already that could solve these pain points that maybe the customers are not aware of. So some of these things might be easy fixes, but just understanding what they're trying to achieve, what they like, what their goals are will really help you, you know, be able to suggest those solutions. So I think that's a really great point. And the one thing I love about Lenovo is because we have so many solutions, I tell my customers, I never like to say no 100%. I yeah. say no 90% <laughs> because I always take what they give me and I go back to what we have and I look at it and I ask people. And sometimes I find a solution that I didn't even know we could offer and it turns out to be a great fit for what our customer needs. And then also sometimes I go back to our um, great team here at Lenovo, and I talk about what the customer is requesting, and sometimes they can actually make adjustment to get something close or to get it done. So I never want to say no 100%, but I always want to take back what the customer's feedback is and what their desire and what their needs are and bring it back to our team to see if we have something. Because we are always looking out for the customer, and we always want to hear their feedback to not only address their needs today, but maybe design products in the future that can address their problems. Yeah, and certainly, you know, as we've seen over the last two years, things are going to change. The needs are going to change. And so we, you know, are adapting to what the market needs and what the market demands. So really great point on, you know, taking that customer feedback and taking it back to the teams to make sure that the solutions that we're offering are really meeting the needs of our customers. Absolutely. I guess um, one final question, and I guess I'll kind of put you on the spot and ask you to be a mind reader, which is somewhat impossible, especially as we've seen over the last couple of years. But where do you see us going in high end? What trends are you monitoring? Where do, you, where do you think we're going to go? Absolutely. You know, I think the trends 
are going to continue where we're seeing them today, and that's moving towards this more automated, more touchless type of management and deployment. That's been the biggest talk today. So autopilot and Intune has been a big discussion these days, and moving to a touchless deployment um, system has been on the forefront of all the IT admins I've spoke with so far. Either people are already there, moving towards there, or looking to get into it. And that is going to be a huge, huge asset, not only moving forward, because just like you said, we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. And in the beginning of the pandemic, just getting devices to end users was yep. the biggest challenge. So making sure that we not only prep for today, but also prep for the um, challenges of tomorrow, whatever they may come, and alleviating those challenges has been the biggest conversations. So touchless deployment with people being all over the place has been a huge conversation. I think that's going to continue to be a focus. How do we continue to not only build in more futures around the Microsoft IoT Azure um, space, right? but also integrating them into our in, um, endpoints. How do we make those seamless connections? You'll see a lot more trends too. And how do we connect devices seamlessly, remotely across multiple um, communications um, services? That's going to be a huge trend. I see Lenovo from behind the scenes having tons of conversations around how to better address, you know, multiple hybrid situations and be more immersive. Whether that means bringing in state-of-the-art technology such as AR and VR technology, or working with our workstation teams to bring high-end um, computing processors to better integrate those um, technologies and systems. Another big thing will always, always be security. And we're always going to address that in everything we do here at Lenovo. And I know our partners do as well. And security will always be at the forefront. We're going to try to continue to make sure that we're better prepared for the future. And I think lastly, is just going to be adjusting to this new mobile always mobile work space. And I say that because I truly believe that we'll continue to always be mobile. The days of having just a stationary office in one spot are kind of over. And specifically in higher ed, people are always in the office on campus to some degree, but also still have the flexibility to work home. And you'll see our devices be able to give you the better user experience and be geared toward better user experience, not only at home when you're working from your home office, but working from campus there as well. Great. All really good points. And, you know, it'll be interesting. I think in a year or two, I'm going to refer back to this podcast and see how spot on you are, what other things happened that we didn't even see coming, because um, certainly everything is ever changing as we've seen over the pandemic in the last couple of years. Craig, thank you so much for your time today and being here with me to help launch our first ever high ed community podcast. Thanks, Anne, for having me. We'll certainly bring you back on in some future episodes to see what other trends you're seeing and to hear more about what our customers are doing. Also, thanks to Microsoft for their continued partnership with Lenovo and driving improved learning outcomes for students. We'll be back with more technology trends and education, case studies, and subject matter experts in future episodes. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next time.